Hi, I'm Andy Psarianos. Hi, I'm Robin Potter. Hi, I'm Adam Gifford. This is the School of School Podcast. Are you a math teacher looking for an assessment tool that can give you a detailed look into learner or class achievement? With Insights, it's all in one place. Make sense of assessment data so you can strategically plan and teach lessons. Insights, it's assessment for advancement. Visit mathsnoproblem.com for more information. So welcome to another episode of School of School. We have the usual suspect Adam Gifford. Hi, Robin. How are you doing? Hi, Adam. I'm doing great. We have absent Andy, who is not with us today. So that means we'll all get to say a little bit more (laughs) (laughs) because we have an absolutely fabulous guest on, Roger Hitchin. Roger, I know you've been a teacher with over 25 years experience. You certainly have written plenty of blogs for Math's no problem that we absolutely have thoroughly enjoyed. And I know there's a lot more to you than that. So why don't you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Hi, Robin. Uh, thanks for that intro. I, I think it was nice. You just made me sound a bit old, I think, really, when you said the 25 <laughs> years experience. <laughs> but I'll go with it. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name is Roger Hitchin and I work uh, at Wellington Prep School um, in leafy Somerset, um, as it is today, the sun is out. And uh, I suppose by all stretch, we're, we're still a fairly new school. We've, we've, uh, we opened in 1999, so we're still, I suppose, a relatively new school, although we're part of a, a 3 to 18 uh, a school here in, in, in Somerset. And, uh, yeah, I teach, uh, I teach Year 6. We were early adopters of uh, Maths No Problem. We started in 2015, so it's, uh, it's something we, we know very well. And, uh, you know, we've had quite a journey on it. And I still are, I should say, Adam, we still are. You and Adam and I were just talking about all of your extracurriculars that you've been involved with at your school and you know talking about the importance not only from the students perspective but also from a teacher's perspective and maybe you can just share a little bit about what you've been doing lately and and the impact that can have yeah i guess we're like uh, thanks for it. we're like we're like any school i guess in that we're we're probably too busy sometimes you know we try to we try to do so much and maybe that's part of a a coming out of lockdown thing. We were, we were considering today um, the impact of some of the things that we, we've, we've done. To, you know, how does that affect, affect your lessons um, in a positive way? So we're, we're well into the summer term now. And in a year, with a year six cohort, the year six is, is, is it's a relentless year, I suppose, in a way, but it's, uh, yeah, it's very fun and, you know, a, a lot goes on. So in the, last, um, in the last six or seven weeks, we, we've had two major events, I, I suppose, that from the moment year six arrive in September are in the diary and, and, and in red ink and, and marked. Uh, the first one was uh, a week-long residential, so a Monday to Friday residential where locally for us we, we headed up 
on to Exmoor. We had a bit of cycling uh, in it. Uh, we had uh, a day's walking on the moor, which is very nice. We even uh, literally pushed the boat out and we took, uh, we took some of them over to Lundy Island, uh, which is just off the, off the North Devon coast there, as well as some team building games, you know, and, 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 and things of that sort. And the second one we've just done is we've just done the, uh, the annual Year Six production, uh, which was a big musical, uh, which we've been working towards uh, probably since about December, January time with with auditions and although they make a huge um, a huge impact and they're they're very valuable of course in themselves in terms of um, you know the interpersonal skills and bonding the your class your year group um, you know very closely what does that actually do for for your bread and butter lessons for you know for because what you don't want of course is when you come back from from the or the come down from the show or you 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 come back from uh, from your cycling and your adventures, you don't want on Monday morning or Tuesday morning for your maths lesson to be humdrum. There is a natural temptation for it. Well, it's, it's not as exciting as that. And I get that. Of course, it, of course it's not. But you've got to know your pupils better. They've got to know each other better. Can that be, for want of a better word, maybe, exploited in your maths lessons? And I think it can. And I think it should be. Um, and for some pupils... You know, having to um, maybe surf for the first time, having to stand on a stage and talk or sing, maybe a solo in front of 200 people. Let's be honest. If you can do that, how hard can it be realistically to add two fractions of a different denominator? It can't be, can it? If you can do one, then the other one, you know, will, will surely follow. So I think that energy that you get from those events, so all schools have to some degree, um, can actually be used in a, in, in a bit of a positive way um, in their interactions. Can I jump in and ask, ask, ask you something around that? Because, look, I've been on I've many, many residential trips uh, since I've been out here, but one thing that I noticed, and I, I, I couldn't honestly date it when it started, it might have been 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more, where schools slowly but surely stopped doing them. And I think that some of it was because the facilities, like they were local authority facilities and they went by the wayside, either sold or not being used or not up to spec or whatever it might be. There's the financial aspect to it that, you know, it's tough on schools or, or if the if the financial um, expectation is that parents pay, you know, all those sorts of things, right? So, yeah, so very much so. There's all and those paperwork things. these days too. Yeah, totally. And, 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 the, and the staff being away, you know, you're asking them to... To, to be away for a number of days to be you know the, the primary care and not just as, as we do every day in a, 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 a sort of controlled school environment for sure. an environment that's one that might be really foreign to some of us that, that when we go into I guess the question's twofold right so the, the, the first question is 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 it worth the effort like that that's the first thing so so from what you've said I think I already know what the answer will be in that that, that is it something that actually, the benefits that, that the children get out of it far outweigh the all of those other things that we might have to go through as a school. And the second thing, and this is probably the one that I struggle with the most, is that all of those things that you've talked about, like the bonding and getting to know the children, getting to know each other, and as a, as a teacher, getting to know the children at a level that I just couldn't in the classroom. They became different mm. people. 
So, mm. you know, like on a long walk or whatever else, you, you got to know these children. Like I said, and I, I, I never felt that I could reach that level of understanding a child as, as much as I did if I spent a week away. Right. Yeah. And I always thought to myself, why are they always at the end of the year? Why, why don't we do them <laughs> at the beginning of the year and get to know these children and the classrooms yeah. just hum? Now, I, I don't know why. I, I don't know. Like it was almost like the treat at the end. Yeah. But it was kind of like you did the treat and then you went, oh, my goodness, this dynamic in this classroom, man, is, is just incredible now. Now that we've spent that time away as a teacher, I have so much more understanding of where these children are at as individuals. Mm. flipping it can we get some learning done now you know like this is yeah. great except it's kind of like oh well i'll have that for a week oh what a shame see you guys see ya yeah we'll do the same thing at the end of the year so so <laughs> my question is twofold right one is it worth it yeah. and i'm not sure robin if, if your children have been involved in these so so is it from like a parent's perspective or perhaps you've done it yourself in, in, in any sort of capacity and the second one is well, why? Why is it always at? Why is it always at the end of the year? If 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 all of this dynamic shift and relationship building and all the rest of it, well, why why don't why don't we do it at the beginning of the year? Over to you two. <laughs> wow, why don't we do it at the beginning of the year? Maybe the kids are just getting to know their new classmates and their new teacher. I'm I'm assuming everybody's new, and that might not be the case. Uh, but I did, you just reminded me, yes, my kids have been involved in different things like that, like the school show, or I remember my son going, actually got to go to Europe with his class and a bunch of teachers. Uh, and it was the best experience he ever had. He said it was life-changing. And I think, uh, and that was kind of spring break. So there was still a few months left. Yeah, that's a uh, good time. Of, of regular school, which was great because he, he had, he knew his teachers and he knew his classmates but this kind of bonded all of them together and so coming back from that you know you have this shared experience and it doesn't have to be as big as a you know a big trip somewhere but um but even that you know even working towards doing a live musical in front of the school or you know something even on a smaller scale just spending that quality time with your teachers and with other students. I think then coming back into the classroom environment, as Roger said, yeah, okay, maybe you deflate a little bit because now you're sitting down and you're working away at problem solving. But at the same time, it's kind of like this, it's, it's not stated necessarily, but there's kind of this different uh, energy, perhaps in the classroom between teacher and students and between student and student? I think so. I think the one thing that I used to see all the time whenever we went on, on the residentials, I mean, a lot of this is credit to the people who were, you know, running the activities and the, the guides, leads or whatever. Or, or if it's a show or a musical performance, you know, a big part of the skill is the people that are, that are helping support that happen. But I think that you've got a chance for children to show that they can do something that maybe they didn't think they could and that scared mm. them but it's okay because I've got another 30 people that are scared as well and my teacher I've seen him he's about to play an oboe in front of the whole school and he is petrified right and I'm talking about me here <laughs> he's terrified and I was no no problem saying to the kids I'm terrified tell me it's going to be okay keep telling me it's going to be okay I don't know if I can do this no you'll be right you'll be right come on we can do it 
But I think those experiences, right? And you make it through the end and it feels great. We all know that. We all know if we do something that, that scares us or, or challenges us or takes us out of our comfort zone. So I don't know, maybe maybe it's that element to it that that really is can be so powerful if it's done right. Yeah. You know? if, it, if it's just like, oh man, it's another performance. This is the third <laughs> performance in a row that I'm going to humiliate myself and I don't get any joy out of it. Yeah, we've got to watch that, but... I don't know. I don't know. But I think that, that that's one aspect that I saw in the children that that was transformative. You letting them realize, man, I can do this. Yeah, I, I, that, that's pretty powerful, especially if they're going into something thinking, I can't do this. I always felt they were, I mean, your first part of your question, you, was it worth it? I mean, I think, you know, when you're filling in a risk assessment that's um, maybe a 30, 40 page document, no, it's probably not worth it at that point. You kind of, you know, because, you know, but it's it's getting beyond that uh, that, that that point, isn't it, uh, really? I, yeah, I think you're right, Alan. It gets harder each year <laughs> uh, to organise, um, you know, with, you know, maybe you know, maybe rightly as well, you know, the, the rules and the, and, and, and the regulations and health and safety, you know, we, you know, I'm not saying these, these aren't important, quite, you know, they... You know, you you have to you know follow follow the system uh, through, but it is hugely time consuming, and it's it is a massive commitment as well from you you know away from your family as well. And I guess the other point I suppose is uh, the children stay the same age each year, but you get a year older each year, and that that, <laughs> oh, that, no, that can I can't. Uh, I'm not in my 20s anymore when I'm on these things anymore, but I, I remember when I was. <laughs> uh, are they worth it? I, yeah, absolutely. Because like, like you said, you know, Robin, you mentioned as well, you know, when you, you hear words like transformative and, you know, it, it was the best week we've ever had. And those things are powerful. They, you know, those are, I guess when you go into teaching to start with, I mean, you, know, you know, in that slightly young and naive state where you think, well, you know, I want to, I want to change the world. I want to do this, but I think one of the things you do want to do is you you want to you want to provide children with with positive memories of their of their learning. And I think yeah, they, maybe they won't remember your individual maths lessons, but they'll remember these trips. But they do have that knock on effect to enable you to talk with different people and um, you know tackle a, a problem in a different in a different way. So yeah, they're hugely beneficial. As for the timing, that's. If you go in September, it's, it is a team-building exercise, and you don't necessarily get the mileage, like you said, Robert, because they don't really know each other yet. So it's still you're still a little bit on shaky ground. Uh, we, we like to go away in May, one because the weather's tends to be good, but also there's there's still the rest of the summer term, um, you know, within that. So we're going away with established friendships and parameters and and, and groupings. It takes all that and just tweaks everything up just to another notch. And to me, it, it, it almost guarantees a successful last eight, nine, ten weeks of learning, uh, particularly for the year six, baby. It, they finish on a high and you finish, you know, maybe slightly behind them on a, <laughs> on a slightly lower high, but certainly ready for your holiday as well. And I think, you know, that's, that's kind of a nice feeling. And I think all teachers kind of identify, uh, you, know, with, you know, with that. Are you ever just amazed or in awe of of some of the students? Maybe students you you didn't realize were I don't know had these superpowers or 
you know, just stepped up when they needed to, that you weren't anticipating at the time. Absolutely. Does that happen a lot? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't know about you, Adam, but I think of my own maybe 10 and or 11-year-old self and imagine if it was me and I think, I was nowhere near that when I was that age. I was nowhere near it, not really. I never tell the children that, maybe. <laughs> As I'm kind of saying, no, we could, we could do this. But, uh, but that pleases me in some way because I think uh, they've got the chance. You almost normalise those kind of expectations. You know, that we, that's what we do. And once you normalise those expectations, you know, more often than not, the children, the children rise to them. My memories of them are, are, are really successful uh, you know, trips and learning, learning that follow. So I'm, I'm pretty convinced of them, really. Um, you know, and they're worth the week itself. And like I say, the weeks that follow. And I also think, like, I've got, as soon as you said that, I've got the most vivid memory. I can't even tell you. It's like HD. I can almost remember the words being spoken. And this girl, she was finding it tougher. She didn't do a lot of walking and stuff. She was finding it, you know, the terrain tough, the water She toughed it out. And not just that, because you kind of hear things like that, right? That, that individual children get through it and those. But, but the biggest dynamic shift and the one where you kind of sit back and you go, look, if I've played a wee part in this, I'm proud as punch right now. Because it wasn't me. Like in the classroom, something goes wrong, right? Let's go to the teacher. The teacher's going to sort it out ultimately. On those trips, um, there's a massive dynamic shift. And as a teacher... I felt myself becoming more and more redundant and you feel like a proud parent, you know, where, where here's someone that's struggling, Mr. Gifford doesn't have a look in. You've got this swarm of kids, ones that you didn't even think and, and, and people that may have never talked to each other, but the circumstance brings out, we're all in this together, man, we're the, we're the gang here, give me your backpack, here, yeah, I'll put it on and I'll carry that and we'll divvy things out and all those sorts of things. So I think that it's those things as well, that that collective mentality of, you know, we can do this and, and it's no longer just about, yeah, the, 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 the teacher determines this, that and the other. So I think that that's the other thing for me, that that's what that moment, and, and I'm being really fortunate because I've had, quite a few of those moments but that was the first one that was just like knock your socks off stuff you know and you just think yeah it's like it is it's like being a proud parent you just it's like yeah if I've played a wee part in that cool and you also look forward to going home and, and talking to the parents about that because they might not they might have never seen that side of their own kids so true and so to be able to go back and say your boy did this and they're like are you sure you got, you not got the wrong kid my kid's not like that like, yeah, yeah yeah no no I know exactly who I'm talking about you should be proud done a good job you know so to be able to say stuff like that does that sound really patronising I don't really care because that, that's what I'd say anyway but but so I think it's those things that that are pretty hard to you know in a teaching career they're pretty hard to beat yeah absolutely wow I think that's a good place to end rise to the occasion Thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining us on the School of School podcast.